0: I get to go off on a rant about Reddit today Wow I'm so excited I yeah? know what I'm going to do I'm going to take this podcast link I'm going to post on Reddit Oh yeah? Yeah, Good. I'm going to post on our gaming Good And there's going to be a lot of reason in our email box
1: Uh, I'm okay with a hate listen though
0: Yeah, if the uh, listen's a listen, you know
1: so, so what's grinding your gears about Reddit today?
0: Well, we'll get into that in the podcast But uh, I have feelings I talked to Josh about it for a little bit too And he was kind of like He's like, yeah, no, I totally agree because this has happened before about Reddit, and they do things, and they 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 may not look in the mirror sometimes, and they don't get to pick and choose about like you know things they're passionate about. But we'll get into it.
1: But it's really about ethical journalism in video gaming.
0: Yes, it is a. This That's is going what it's to be really about. This is going to be an hour long podcast on ethical journalism in video gaming. gaming. Let's get into the podcast. <laughs> welcome back to battle.cast sorry for the week off stuff happens
1: yep it was Uh, also a may long weekend it's also a may long weekend so i don't care so So i went
0: golfing and got sunburned
1: uh yeah i went and had a couple beverages a couple pints on multiple days Mm -hmm. and then sat on my very nice warm inviting patio instead of do actual work
0: yeah that that'll happen you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna turn the light on here because it's dark spot see there you go is that nice lights See, on lights on studio studios live Studio sits live from my bedroom
1: from your spare bedroom that no one uses <laughs> from in the from spare bedroom studio.
0: that no one really stays in it's the battle.cast insert music here. let's get into the <laughs> queue. What's in the queue <laughs> Stage four begins for overwatch league happy second anniversary comma overwatch.
1: Nexomania en Vivo! Exclamation mark I don't, I don't think I'm I said that. Sure, I'm pretty
0: sure if you put something in Spanish, you have to put an, an upside down exclamation mark at the beginning and an exclamation mark. Here.
1: How many of the accents have, have I, don't, I missed I don't though? Know. Black ops? What? Black ops. Black ops. And more comics. Alright. That's a good one.
0: I like this one. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so fired up about the Reddit thing. I don't know uh, what it's gonna be about. Should it be black ops? I don't know. Yes, it's about black ops. Spoiler we'll alert. Spoiler alert!
1: is about Black Ops. Stage
0: four begins. First few weeks uh, see some potential ranking shakeups. I saw Boston Uprising lost.
1: Yeah, they uh, they got turned and not in a good way turned. In a uh, you've had six tequila shots in a row and thought they were water turned.
0: Yeah, by the Philadelphia Fusion.
1: And it was. I actually was curious about how <clears throat> they were performing after seeing the the results and. Uh, yeah, the, the inflexibility of their roster is coming back to bite them a little bit. Hmm. Hmm. I think the map, like, I mean, we'll, we're going to go, like, way through it. But uh, just for context, for those who don't know, uh, the map pool that's available right now is Blizzard World, which is newer. It's pretty new. Uh, Kings Row, Hanamura, Horizon Lunar Colony, Lijiang Tower, Oasis dorado and watch point gibraltar uh the tiebreaker for anyone that, for those maps that go to five is nepal the the, the one thing to note for this is very similar to the stage one map pool with the exception of blizzard world being new to that one and these are all very tank y friendly maps with a few exceptions um blizzard world not being so much although people are still trying to figure out how to like really play that map
0: well i mean it, it, again it's quite new and like in all fairness, it's it's new. It's midway through the season they dropped
1: it. Yeah, and then a lot of other maps. Uh, Hanamura is a pain in the ass of a map for anybody. Usually, um, stuff like Dive does really well there, but the choke points are really not friendly even to like vertical characters. But then other maps like Oasis, for instance, and Legion Tower really lend themselves to a wide variety of strategies for you know based entirely on the maps. Uh, I saw some interesting strategies on Blizzard World. Uh, Soul Dynasty actually pulled out uh, a first point Fera to dive onto the enemy, and then switched immediately over to a Widow. Wow, it was really, it was actually really fascinating. But stuff like that, like, and Kings Row. Kings Row is like the classic Death Ball map. No matter what the meta is, it's always like Zarya Roadhog, Reinhardt, and then like double sniper if they can fit it. If they don't play Roadhog, like it's it's Death Ball shields up move forward as a group, It's and that map's always been like that. So this is really uh, a map pool that favors teams that don't really do dive that well, like the, the Houston Outlaws. I I, wa- I was watching some of the VODs, and in uh, the interview they had, they were talking about how they don't quote-unquote hate Tracer, but they're really happy if they don't have to play her. So clever. that, uh, that pretty much sums up the map pool for them, and 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 honestly, why they're doing a lot better because I watched them and they are, they're looking real good.
0: So we're just gonna do a little overview of the rankings here. Uh, Houston Outlaws, L.A. Gladiators, and Philadelphia Fusion have started hot. They're two and zero to start this stage. Yep. Uh, New York Excelsiors also two and zero, but sit fourth because of their differential. Uh, all everybody out of the playoffs in order are LA Valiant, San Francisco Shock, Dallas Fuel, So Di- so, so So Dynasty.
1: So Dynasty. Soul dynasty, at so dynasty So
0: they're so so dynasty right now. Uh Soul Dynasty at Owen two, Boston Uprising at Owen two, Shanghai Dragons, London Fire, Florida Mayhem all at Owen two.
1: And the map I mean, obviously the map differential is a big part of why the rankings are where they are. Uh, LA Valiant being just out of the playoffs, just like with the New Yorkers being in fourth, is because of the map differential. Um but it's interesting how the the two o the o twos really shocked me like gladiators have been on the rise Philadelphia has been good since last stage um, seeing Seoul Dynasty and Boston and London struggle out of the gate is super surprising
0: well London has been consistent I think I mean other than probably the Excelsior they've probably been the most consistent throughout the throughout the stages
1: although and it might be partly why they're having such a rough start as they uh, made four players officially inactive for the rest of the stage. Oh, on Twitter, it uh, I I literally just saw it like a couple hours ago before we started recording, and and I think that explains, perhaps why they may they may be having some uh, internal issues, mm-hmm. without going too much into because I have no idea, mm-hmm. but I would guess that'd be why. Um, Boston, again the map pool sucks for them. I remember looking at them like the map pool differentials, especially uh in their their match against, uh Houston, and it was rough. They had to, they had to win one of the maps that they were like one in six on uh hanamaru i believe it was so like that's a tall order for any team that's just not good at a map Hmm. and Soul dynasty is interesting or <laughs> i watched one of their maps and or i was watching one of their vods and Hong is is playing main tank right now and they have just a like a, a very weird lineup in right now and it's just it's weird to see a guy like Hong on anything other than on our Zen, because that dude is a disgustingly good support. I mean, I'm sure he's an amazing tank, too, but when you completely flip the script on your team, it can't be good for your results.
0: So I'm on .esports.com. Not a good website name. Why would you do that? Uh, .esports.com, so they reported that the London Spitfire is thinning out its active Overwatch League roster. Um, this is coming straight from the the article itself. The organization owned by Cloud9ounce today that four players... Uh, Hago Poon,
1: Hago Poon, I believe. Hago I'm sure we're uh, going to pronounce most these names wrong. Uh,
0: Tz uh, Wu Hail uh, and Hureg ha- have been transferred off the main roster. The four players will not play for the remainder of the Overwatch League season. From like, kind of what I'm really getting the gist from from this article is just sort of like a thinning the roster thing. It, it doesn't look like anything happened.
1: That essentially means that essentially means those players are going to be available as free agents in the off season. Mm-hmm for all intents and purposes. I mean, maybe they'll go back to Korea and join one of the Korean uh, franchises out there. But I wouldn't be surprised if they very quickly find new teams going into the off season.
0: Yeah. It doesn't look like something really happened.
1: No, I think it's just just a management decision. Mm -hmm. Well, that that, that's pretty consistent with what they did after stage one Mm -hmm. where they sold off a couple of players. Like they, they clearly are very actively trying to trim the roster down to a starting six, with maybe like a couple of extras and then go from there like they're they're trying i, I don't know if it's going to work but clearly trying to have like an a-list line lineup that's that's going to be kind of consistently in hopefully hopefully for that that push in the end it works out for them but
0: well it's something to be said i mean something always doesn't need to happen for this type of stuff to, to happen i mean it happens all the time in sports uh, but i mean the impact it has on the rest of the players is these are all their players friends right? Yep. I mean, seeing some of them walk out, it can be, it can keep you, it can keep you off your game. It can keep you less focused. So, I mean, that probably could be some of the reason why they're owing two. but I mean, especially from the team that's been pretty dominant for the first, what, three stages now. Yeah.
1: It's, I, I guess it should be, people should remember it is only the first week. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our speculation and, and kind of drive by analysis is based off of two games. Yeah, exactly. And lots, I mean, lots of teams go one and one or zero oh and two in the first week, and then just destroy for the rest of the, the rest of the series.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the for the overall rankings, it's New York Excelsior, Boston Uprising, London Spitfire, at twenty and
1: twelve.
0: Right. Yeah, so I, I mean, don't
1: see that. I don't see huge shakeups there. It's more right in the middle for like those la- the last the bubble teams. That's going to be a big one if certain teams don't show up.
0: Mm-hmm. Like Soul Dynasty, for instance. Philadelphia Fusion could easily sneak in. LA yeah. Valiant could easily sneak in if they continue their sort of run of form. Uh, LA gladiators are sort of on the outside looking in, San Francisco Shock kind of seem out of it the bottom four are totally out of it by this point but yeah, it is no going to be interesting going into the end of the stage seeing what happens for like the overall grand finale
1: oh it's interesting because this the <clears throat> stage four patch is kind of a weird mix between some stuff that's live and then some stuff that's not, like it's old Hanzo still, but uh, Brigitte is live Brigitte, Brigitte. So she's been seeing a lot of play. Actually, triple support has been a big theme for a lot of teams that are playing her because she's she can be very aggressive and very frontline. So she acts almost like a third tank that happens to have a really sweet ult to, that adds up like 150 armor mm-hmm. to, to the team, which is ridiculous because armor is OP in Overwatch. Armor is OP. It's OP A-F. Because uh, we're <laughs> hip and cool like that. But like, like old Hanzo... Um, is probably good to have it like that because current Hanzo, I mean, he just got nerfed today, which we'll talk a little, little, bit, little later. But with his Storm Arrow ability and his increased mobility, he's been absolutely tearing up competitive ladder. Hanzo one tricks are currently ruling the roost and people are not happy. So I think as much as people wanted to see live patch stuff come in, including the new map to a degree, uh, I think it's smart because I think it'd be really really bad to just completely throw it on everything on their heads and have like hanzo on every map and i mean i appreciate death ball because that's when i first started watching was everything was death ball like three tank four tank and a heavy and that's why i appreciate that but i can also understand why people don't because one trick metas when when dive was the only thing that's all you would see people would just force that on every map except like king's row and it got really boring Whereas even with Bridget being really powerful, and you know some of the other like pre Hanzo change stuff still in it, uh, like for instance Anna not getting her clip buff, which just came live today, it's the the, the variety that people have in terms of like map to map, uh, team to team in terms of the compositions is super refreshing for for watching because you could see a lot of different stuff. Like I said, the the far on point point a for blizzard world was nuts and i hadn't seen that before or, or I, and then i've seen a bunch of teams be trying their off tank on bridget and it's been working out exceptionally well so they do like a pseudo triple tank but it's very mobile triple tank setup, and it, it's super cool hmm. Hmm. anyways i'm looking forward to seeing how it develops for the rest of the stage and bridget play is definitely throwing a wrench in everything or a giant mace to the face of everything. Yeah,
0: I mean it'll it'll be easy. It'll, well, easy. It'll be good for teams that pick up on Bridget quick because mm-hmm. she is powerful. So if a team can pick up on her quick, it could probably lead to a pretty good
1: advantage. And I, I, I mean, partly it's my bias on death, death bully compositions, but Kings was one of my favorite. One of my favorite maps is one. It's like, like the first map, and it's one of my personal favorites. So mm-hmm. I love seeing it in the map pool because I love watching the teams fight for that first point. The choke points are like really well done. They, it's for one of the for being one of the first maps. It's one of the the best designed ones, I think too.
0: I think so. I mean, yeah, it's an OG map. Like it. Uh, up next, we got the second anniversary patch is live.
1: Yeah, so this is so they had the anniversary event last year, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. They have doubled down on the anniversary event, and and it's it's absolutely nuts. Like they have a ton of new skins. Uh, they have a new deathmatch map that came out. They're rotating in. Uh, I think every arcade cycle, a new uh, a new previous event. So right now, Lucio Ball is live this week in the arcade. I love Lucio Ball. It's really fun. But that's what I mean. Like they're 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 really going like just balls of the wall with this with this update. I believe they have a free play weekend coming up as well for the game and. Uh, i'm a sucker for good skins which for the for our next thing the nexomania all in on that like Heroes of the storm does a good job of that but yeah here's the
0: storm does, does a great job but we're it.
1: focused on overwatch right now
0: yeah and i mean like to, to touch on the whole second anniversary for overwatch what what's probably been like your favorite overwatch thing other than the overwatch league what's been your favorite overwatch thing in the last two years mm,
1: my favorite thing
0: like in general, if it's a hmm. character, if it's a skin, Zarya, if it's a moment, if it's Zarya and
1: Roadhog, uh Zarya has pretty much not changed at all in forever. I nope. love her as a character. Um I love all the backstories that all the characters have. I think that's super cool. Uh old the old Roadhog hook. Mm-hmm. Still one of my favorites. You just like lob the hook from downtown around a corner and you like take three steps back and the the player you hook just gets like just whoop and they're just they're gone. Deleted. Yep. I mean i'm per, you know I, I like the current roadhog hook it's a lot more accurate and yeah the old one was cheesy as, as shit don't get me wrong you could like you could see a pixel from like the top the second story of the hanamura uh shop across from the, the gate
0: and you're like yoink
1: and you're just like got him let's come and see hi oh you did yep but uh roadhog is one of my favorite as in, I, I really like the tank character all the tank characters personally but uh, roadhog mm-hmm. and zarya Love the crap out of them as characters. Yeah,
0: Zarya has to be one of the characters that's almost remained untouched since the start. Uh,
1: her and Tracer. They, I, I'm they, I'm sure they've had minor tweaks. Yeah, too. like
0: minor tweaks. But like as the character goes, there isn't really much of a change, right? Like Znyat has been overhauled. Um, what are some of the other characters that's, that yeah, have Zinadi- been overhauled? Yeah, Zinadi- Znyat, had like, his
1: his aim, uh, with his right click changed quite a bit in terms of the way the projectiles go. Hanzo's gotten a rework. Um, almost every character's had like a a fairly major change in the last year. Um, Tracer obviously is the o- only just recently had a change, but even then it was like really minor. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but she's I mean we've talked before she's like the gold standard for designing everything around the game. I'm not gonna make that claim for a character like Zarya, mm-hmm. but Zarya's in this weird place where she's viable in a lot of different ways. So and, so you, you just don't need to to change anything with her. Her she has shield, so like it regenerates really quick. Her health total is a little lower than other tanks, but it's made up for with her her shield abilities and her her graviton is probably the most impactful ult when paired with other alts. Yeah. So if you if you land a graviton and you capture five people in, and Tracer has their bomb ready, or Hanzo has his dragon strike arrow. It's instant team wipe. Yeah. Like there, are, there are no and and the only one that can really do anything about it is Diva, and with Diva's Matrix nerf, where it's like halved in time for what it was originally. It's really easy to place it, capture a ton of people, and just absolutely destroy a team. And sure. they can't do anything about it. Like it's she can be super impactful and played well, and I I I'm a huge fan of her as a character. So
0: yeah, and I think. I think my favorite thing for Overwatch in the last two years is I think it had to be when the game originally launched and they first, like, things were just starting and they launched competitive, but you could still play as the same character. Yeah. Like, you could have, like, a group of five Tracers.
1: Have you ever watched some of the beta slash, like, release uh, competitive tournaments?
0: It was so funny. It was so funny. You would have
1: double Winston, double McCree, double uh, Mercy. And that'd yeah, be it like, was gross. That'd be like Numbani point A attack and it was ridiculous.
0: Well, like it was like rip the uh, rip the Reinhardt tanks, right? Yeah. Where it's like you'd have three Reinhardts sitting on the fucking point and just three shields pointing all directions. And you would have, I think it was what? It was three Reinhardts, a Junkrat, and a Lucio?
1: Probably, yeah. Because Lucio's healing was a lot more impactful, I think, on release.
0: It was hilarious. And I miss that type of stuff because, like, you know, you'd go online and you'd jump into a competitive game. And you guys are getting, like, smoked. And you're like well, let's just all play his Tracer and we'll rush the point.
1: And it, like, works because the other team is not ready for it at all.
0: Yeah, like, they're just just not ready for everyone to jump in his Tracer. And then there's, like, just bombs going off and everyone's flying around his Tracer. Like, it was one of my favorite things about Overwatch to start.
1: You know one of my favorite things that they nerfed into the ground was uh, McCree's fan the hammer.
0: No, that was... uh, That used
1: to... So I remember playing it... uh, It wasn't even a competitive game. It was, like, just a quick match game. And I had McCree. And it was the... Point B on Dorado. And just before the cap point there. And I literally sat behind like the pillar on like the right or the left. Pop out, roll forward, fan the hammer, roll back, roll forward, fan the hammer again the next person that popped out. And I just I did that for like five minutes straight.
0: Oh yeah, the like the flashbang, like the flashbang like fan the hammer oh my god
1: and people just just died it deleted, it so it deleted people like it doesn't matter would get who caught, you
0: were you would get caught with a lucky flashbang and it was like it was almost long enough where like they could like trip and fall into a fan the hammer and kill you
1: i don't think i actually used his his left click once in that match it was fan the hammer for five minutes yeah Flash bang, and I was just fan of the hammer. Yeah, you're roll like, oh, flashbang fan of the hammer. Roll flashbang fan of the hammer.
0: And then it, and then his high noon was just so op too cuz you'd be like it's high noon and you're like ah! and everyone like starts like running away. Well, it's still
1: super OP, but like I remember when ults <laughs> when ults were, in, were kind of like people were starting to play around with ults. People annoyed you, you could like run away from an ult. Yeah, so they you would would just like, stand there and like run in circles yeah, you'd stand and like it's okay. Like, every- everyone I don't know what am doing? Everyone would get like a team kill with a visor. Or like a five kill, like a five kill high noon, mm-hmm. or like the riptire would just obliterate people, or mm-hmm. you they would have no, or like diva bombs would would smoke three or four people every time, mm-hmm. even though diva at the time could be killed by her own uh, mech bomb, so it's was yeah. always a last resort. But there were so many video clips uh, of people just kind of sitting there and be like, oh, there's a diva bomb. Yeah, I wonder what to do. Wow, I should do, uh, and now it's like to get caught by diva bomb is actually embarrassing cuz it's so telegraphed. Mm-hmm. I mean it's super it, it's like insta kill get caught but like now compared to what it was. Yeah. Pff, I think ultimates in general when people couldn't figure out how to use them but also counter them was hilarious. And but now they figured it out and so they haven't have actually changed many of the ultimates that much other than like quality of life stuff but yeah. That right. was always so fun. That was fun like the minute someone got an ult like well rip this fight's over.
0: And you're like great great everyone's dead thanks for playing um yeah so the second anniversary is live check out some of the stuff they have uh dot um you can check out like all the skins stuff like that it's fun all the events yep. I-
1: i'm gonna probably play between this and, and next to mania i don't know how much free time i'm gonna have honestly because
0: yeah i'm probably gonna get back into uh, heroes of the storm just for these skins. God, they're so good. Nexomania 28. Nexomania! It looks so the the artwork and the skins.
1: Oh are my god, unreal. I want that chihuahua mount cuz it's the it's like the second creepiest mount ever. Yeah, yeah you... the weird cartoonish um green dragon from the Chinese New Year event was is is worse, but only like barely.
0: <laughs> the names on these El Fuego
1: Girash. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, El uh, Jefe, El Jefe Garage, El God, Jefe, the, El Jefe, El Chamuco Diablo. Yeah,
0: so these are on. Um, if you can go to Heroes of the Storm.com and check out Nexomania twenty eighteen, and just some of these skins are just so
1: good. I love the art, and then I they've it's not like this first time I've done it because every event has quests, but this time they have a, a quest where you get to choose between two two sides mm-hmm. and complete the quests are the same. You get essentially the same rewards at the end, but it's just super cool. Mm-hmm. So, like, the La Pantera Sonia versus La Parca Lunara. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's, honestly, it's... it's I'm going to go in, and people are going to... Uh, it'll be, like, the one of the rare times I jump into voice chat, and here's the storm, people are going to be, like, speaking really bad Spanish. I'm going to regret every decision I made on that.
0: Yeah, they'll be like, please stop. You're butchering my <laughs> language. And they have the announcer, too. Like, they're going to have the wrestling announcer, which I'm going to pay all the money for.
1: I know. And then the you see that, that that shark mount, too. Shark mount, oh chihuahua mount. All and the sprays are disgustingly good. Like they nail they nailed this event. And like all it is, is is window dressing. But I really want the Diablo and the Garage skins. So bad. Um but you know what? Even that kerosene skin is like low key really cool.
0: Elf Fuego garage.
1: I love Elf he's got Lego. the big the the hefe around his neck that yeah. kills me it's amazing it's so good but how but about yeah. that how about that that neon skeleton diablo skin
0: that look yeah that looks really good God, too. I love the that. neon skeleton one and then there's uh kerosene with the the drop dead kerosene which is the same oh. thing
1: oh yeah and have you watched the video the the promo video of the 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 skin previews i have not garage hits people with a with a chair instead of an axe they're like watch out watch out watch out <laughs> it's so amazing with a chair Oh God!
0: Yeah, check it out. I'm probably gonna start playing just so I can get some of the stuff because it looks really good. It's
1: good thing your brother has been playing a lot more. Heroes of the storm, so we can like, team, we can like, have our own triple tag team.
0: Right. He's playing f- like Final Fantasy for, yeah. what, for whatever reason. Honest. Gross. On his, what is it? Game Boy Advanced.
1: Well, my like, how
0: old is that thing? I'm surprised
1: it still works. It's probably older than most of our listeners. So all six of them.
0: One last thing before the first half. Because I'm Getting out get it on the table. Mm-hmm. Black Ops, so Call of Duty Black well, Ops. I like how you
1: call it Blobs. Blobs.
0: It is Blobs. It, that's what everyone calls it. Everyone calls it Blobs. So Black Ops is making its way to Battle.net. So because of Blizzard is owned by EA, mm-hmm. Activision is owned by EA, they're trying to make a hub where they can have all their games. Battle.net is probably the best version of it because... And you just came
1: online according to my... Notifications I'm looking at it right now, yeah, <laughs> because they've, they've done
0: that, they've done the best job with the Blizzard games. So, the Blizzard launcher is probably going to be where you're going to see all of like the new EA titles.
1: Well, they, I mean, they've already they'd already kind of started that ball with uh, they
0: started it with Origin, yeah, but it kind of crashed and burned.
1: Well, then, uh, Destiny 2. Destiny, well. like they're, they're uh, sort- just, sorry, I meant on the the Blizzard launcher, like Destiny yeah. Two is the first one.
0: Yeah, Destiny Two. This was the first one. Black Ops is yeah. now on there
1: now. Uh, so they're they're definitely trying. Like Origin sucked balls, so I'm glad they're going away from Origin. Um, I really like the idea of having the Blizzard launcher be kind of the hub for all those games, kind of like a a product centric Steam rather than because Steam is awesome. I don't get yeah, well, it
0: it Steam's the GOAT. Like Steam, Steam is the best.
1: And I'm I don't re- I don't necessarily think that Blizzard is trying to pretend to be Steam. But I think they're borrowing some of the best parts of Steam and putting their own flair on. Like for instance, you can watch Overwatch League in the launcher. Correct. Super like it's, cool. It's,
0: it's a one-stop shop. Yeah, basically. and that's and
1: that's perfect. Like I'm really lazy about video games, so if you can literally spoon feed me a game to to buy and install through through a one easy click launcher, like ba- cool. ba- Battle.net, I am 120 percent on board.
0: So the point I was trying to get at.
1: Uh, we we yeah, we, we they, deviated.
0: They released Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Yep. They said it was coming to Battlenet. On Reddit.
1: Yes. Redditors, where all listen. the where all the best conversations happen.
0: On Reddit, there were post after post after post after post because it was it was announced and I'm seeing if I can try and find the tweet. Uh, Jason <clears throat> Shearer, who works for, uh, who does he work for? He works at uh, Kotaku. Uh, it's website. It's a website about video games, basically. He sent out a tweet saying that there is not going to be a single player campaign in Black Ops. It but and it's going to have a battle royale mode because of course. So yeah, like, of course it will because battle royale games are ruling the world. So, anyways,
1: what you mean? You mean that Blizzard and Activision are jumping on board of, of a money making bandwagon? Who'd have thought? I mean, so. Perish the thought, a so, product. I mean, they have such original projects like Heroes. List, oh wait, oh wait. Oh, so oh, before the before, oh, before we get derailed here,
0: so <laughs> on Reddit, this took off like wildfire. Now, redditors being redditors, and you know they are the end all be all, and decide what video games people play and what video games people don't. Um, there were post after post after post after post about people saying that you shouldn't buy this game. If, if you buy Black Ops 4 you're supporting this garbage because there's no single player you are supporting EA of removing things from games and charging the same amount so here's my thing to that who gives a fuck about what other people play
1: the internet that's my, does that's my first point
0: who cares if you want to play a shitty game that doesn't have a single player go ahead like, if you want to play No Man's Sky, <laughs> and you want to get something out of it, uh, you and you're having fun with it, go ahead.
1: I forgot about that game.
0: Like I get it, Black Ops Four is selling for in Canadian dollars, and Maple Box is selling for eighty dollars. Yeah, I get it. It's expensive, but the problem is, is it's popular, and a lot of people play it, so they're gonna make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Hate to break it to you, welcome to life. If you don't want to play it, don't. If you want to play it, play it. The thing is, the reason why they removed the single player is because they looked at the trends of video games. And a lot of multiplayer specific video games no longer have single player. Yep. Because they're seen as multiplayer games. So they removed it because 99.99999% of the time for the people who play these games they're either playing multiplayer team deathmatch. Yep. Or they're playing zombies.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely unique for FPS in particular. Like and that's I mean, that's exactly the block Block Ops fits into, fits into the FPS world. and you're right, what what are, what are the FPS titles that are big right now? Zombie mods for people that don't want to play with other people, but most of them you do play with other people anyways. Fortnite. Fortnite. PUBG. PUBG. Counter Strike. Oh, and guess what? There's also this really f- a really small obscure game called overwatch yeah that doesn't have a single player and and the actually there is whining about it but it's pretty minimal because the game's really fucking awesome
0: so the thing is is like okay so counter strike they did have a single player game it was called condition zero deleted scenes wait Um, even i haven't heard of that but they got rid of it (laughs) because no one played it um that's why i haven't heard of it overwatch doesn't have single player nope Fortnite doesn't have single player. Nope. PUBG doesn't have single player.
1: Nope.
0: Pretty much, all of the marquee single like multiplayer FPS shooters don't have single players. Mm -hmm. Who
1: cares? Who cares? Like, what was the last like single player game you played?
0: Fuck. Last single player game.
1: Yeah. Single-player centric, even if it has a multiplayer m- mode or capacity.
0: Uh, oh, no, it would have been, what was like the 8-bit, what the hell is it called? Undertale.
1: Yeah. So Undertale
0: it, was the last single-player so game. So it's
1: some tiny little indie game, Correct. right?
0: Well, I mean, it wasn't really tiny. It took off. but like, Whatever,
1: but you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Uh, my last one was Pillars of Eternity 2. Deadfire, which just came out super awesome. I've heard it's really good. Critical DLC pack for free. Super turned. Uh, But I mean, that's, and it's only because it's, it's an isometric RPG game, kind of like Baldur's Gate. Yes. And it's like, it's the game that I want to play when I want to escape from anybody else for a couple hours. Yeah. But even then it's, it's, it only works as, as being like single player, like focused because of the type of game it is. The vast majority of like the popular games involve playing against somebody else. And that's, that's how they uh, stay relevant past their launch and past like putting out a, bu- a billion of a billion dlcs but
0: the thing is is like especially with the single player games that's their thing mm-hmm. fallout skyrim elder scrolls yeah like and they all come from the same company and they all make single player games if you want to go play a single player game go play a single player game you're going to get a more in immersive and in-depth single player experience going and playing one of those games
1: and you'll also remove Why? yourself from the player pool of hate uh, from the rest of us that don't want to deal with your shit
0: like why on earth of all places you're going to call of duty for a single player experience
1: yeah it's so like thought it's not
0: my i guess my like the the take i guess you can have is that they're removing items from the game and they're charging the same price okay but like where do you get off as going online and saying that you shouldn't spend your money on this game so my thing was like at the top of the show i was talking about it when would so out of the video game context how inappropriate is that statement if someone wants to go and do something say like you know i wasn't a huge fan of infinity Wars. so i thought it was okay i didn't think it was great or infinity war i didn't think it was great if I went up to someone, or I went on Reddit, or like something like that, and I said you shouldn't spend your money on this movie. If you spend this movie, the, the money on this movie, you're an idiot. It's not appropriate. No. So where do you think that you get off because you're in your little video game bubble of thinking that's okay?
1: It's it's not like it's not like Call of Duty is proclaiming some political allegiance to Donald Trump and the the white, current White House. Now, if you have, if you really are uh, don't like the idea of supporting a video game that, say, it, you know, tolerates white nationalism,
0: that's okay. That's a different. That's pl- the that's a different, play. different thing.
1: If you just don't like a game for the con, like for the, the way, for the, the way they construct their their fundamental gameplay, you can get fucked with a controller that you're not using on the multiplayer games that you're refusing to play.
0: Well, like it was like No Man's Sky, right? Where everyone came out and was freaking out about No Man's Sky being like, this game isn't, isn't worth it. And you're like, okay, like go write a review and say like, I don't think it's worth it or whatever.
1: The funny thing about that is that the the creator of No Man's Sky made no bones about what the game was and people were still disappointed.
0: Because it was Reddit that took off about it. Yeah. Because all the video gamers in that community just took off about how, oh, oh this is gonna be amazing. Oh my God, this is gonna be, I'm gonna play this game for 20 years.
1: The, the, the irony is that is truly the single player experience. Yeah, because it's literally the only one in the universe in that game. You encounter some animals and you like mine some stuff like some kind of like highly rendered Minecraft for intergalactic space travel. But you don't play with anybody else. Yeah. So and then you get mad about that. It's like like I, I totally am not surprised that No Man's Sky bombed
0: i do not either. Like,
1: but No Man's Sky never lied about what they were as a, as a game.
0: No, and it's not like Black, Like, it's not like Call Black, of Duty is ever lying to anyone about call it. Of, is. Yeah,
1: Call of Duty is not lying about what it is. It's 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 calling itself Call of Duty. Call of <laughs> Call of Duty. It might as well call itself Blackwatch because it's essentially it's essentially piggybacking off of the fact that Overwatch, with only like seasonal PVE content, is literally just a six on six. Game and that's all you play. But that's but that's what video games are now. Yeah, that's what they, that's what they're becoming.
0: Like why? Like again, it's like why are you trying to pretend and being like, oh yeah, we're gonna have this great immersive single player experience when 0.00001 percent of the time is spent on single player. Like whenever I played a Call of Duty game, you rip through the single player, you're like neat, and then you just go and jump into team deathmatch, eat Cheetos, drink Mountain Dew, and talk shit to little kids on on your
1: headset. And then have and have those fourteen year olds tell tell you they did your mom last night and said hot and to say hi.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's Call of Duty. It that's what it is. Yeah. If you don't want to spend eighty dollars on Call of Duty, don't. I don't mean, try and go out and try and ruin it for everybody else. Of being like, well, you should feel bad for liking this game. I mean, Fuck if you if you're really upset, like,
1: if you're really upset about the cost, buy Overwatch instead. It's yeah, literally half the price. Then don't play it. It's half. The, like if you're if you're if you're whining about it being eighty bucks, Overwatch is like on a during a sale week like twenty bucks for the base game and they you don't have to pay a cent after that to play in any capacity I
0: like i just have no time for it like it was it was like the whole thing with battlefront 2 right where everyone was super salty about battlefront 2. it was more of a performance issue with battlefront 2 in the chess right like and and i get that you couldn't unlock all the content unless you spent a ton of money that's okay to get mad about
1: yeah that was horseshit because yeah tier, tiering content like that is it's not the way it's a it's all the way games are going
0: no and like yeah that was something that they tried to do that was different from other companies
1: that's called bamboozling your fan base correct
0: that is different that's okay to get mad about but because they don't have single player and you know that going in and if you were going to buy it for the single player experience for whatever reason you were allowed to do that but they don't and they've said it
1: it's quite clear watching the reveal trailer what exactly the game is about
0: it's gonna be talking shit to little kids while drinking your mountain dew and And hiding cheeto dust on your pants and then
1: hiding behind the shield and throwing your 20th grenade and being called a camper correct
0: it's called as is
1: tradition in fbs games people drive me nuts drive me nuts okay well
0: we're gonna end that at the first half
1: on on a positive note
0: on a positive note (laughs) just like just let people play video games like for christ's sake Figure it out. Just let people play. If people want to play a shitty game, let people play a shitty game. Who cares? Don't, F- don't get on your high horse and tell people that they can't play a video game, because if they do, then they're an idiot. Like figure shit out Reddit. If people want to spend eighty bucks on a video game, let them spend eighty bucks on a video game. It's not your fucking money. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, we'll be back in the second half with cracker craft Maybe I'll calm down after I have a beer. See you then. Bye.
1: And we're back. Yes, we're back. And uh, on such a hot, sweltering day in Calgary, we have a beer appropriate for consumption on a patio. We are unfortunately not on a patio. No, we're in a spare room. That never really gets used. We may have to record on my patio one night.
0: Yeah, we'll have to do a bad patio edition. I was actually going to bring that up. I get like, the sound That's... of birds and like people rifling through garbage. It's going to be good.
1: The dog next door barking. Yep. sound of people doing donuts. I'll, yep, out uh, roiling up the street. Yeah, that'd be great. Going Love for it. they're going for a rip, bud. Hmm. That might be our drunk episode.
0: I actually quite like this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what okay. Is it? It's a uh, lime margarita. Goza. 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 From Red Racer Brewing. Can in I also British say Columbia. We got,
0: we got absolutely roasted for saying hefeweizen. Yeah. And like the guys from our group chat are just not letting it go. Goddamn Quebec. Damn! Cool. I'm going to look up the pronunciation and say it correctly in this fucking podcast.
1: Whatever, while you're looking up, looking it up, I'm going to read off the little blurb as per usual. The lime margarita Goza, inspired by the beaches of Mexico. See, look at that, Chris. Suck it. I said Mexico. The essence of a lime margarita is captured in a craft beer. This lightly salted, slightly tart, beer is infused with lime juice and a splash of tequila Mm. to to give a tropical cocktail take on a german style ale it's it's it's
0: really good and it has like so it tastes like your typical goza it's a little more sour and you kind of get like a nice lime note to it
1: if you hadn't told me it was a goza i would have thought it was a sour
0: oh yeah i would i would straight up thought it was a sour but like gozas are typically tart right i mean it's more of a sour than it is tart yeah. There's a lime, like you really get that lime taste. It's probably
1: because like, of the lime more than anything, honestly.
0: Yeah, like a pronounced lime taste to it, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And it really does kind of have like that margarita tequila mix sort of aftertaste.
1: Have you ever, have you ever had, um, there's a tequila beer that for a while was like the big rage. was actually from France of all places. I'm going to look that up while I'm thinking about it. Desperados tequila beer.
0: Tequila beer.
1: Yeah similar concept where it's like tequila infused cerveza I remember drinking that when I was uh, younger and made more questionable decisions and uh, this is a step up from that by a long shot so I'm happy and I'm one of those people that I hear so many uh, bad stories about tequila from other people I'm not one of those people that's had a bad bad incident with tequila I have I have not and I've drank a lot of tequila I used to actually do put tequila like drop tequila bombs in my beer
0: oh cousin cousin ryan can probably comment on a few times where i've drank too much tequila aka saint patrick's day one year yeah um where i couldn't i literally could not move without throwing up it was disgusting yeah hold on pause wait
1: heffa vizen
0: Half vizen
1: heffa vizen heffa
0: vizen heffa vizen fuck you chris yeah. Just kidding! Please continue to listening to us. I'm sorry.
1: He will. Amen. Don't worry. We don't need. We don't need. We don't. We don't need to to stroke his ego.
0: Half a vison. Vison. Anyways,
1: yeah, I've had
0: one one of many really shitty nights on tequila.
1: Probably. Luckily, luckily, you can't remember most of them. Sure.
0: Also, can I give a quick shout out to uh, to our sister podcast? hundred percent. I was listening to their episode eight today. Um, and I thought it was really funny because you can clearly tell that none of these guys have gambled before. Cause they were like, so fun hundred percent is doing, what are they playing? Space Kings, space, it, Kings? it's
1: space Kings. And they're, they're on a, um, casino planet right now.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's space. I have, Kings. I have
1: not listened. So, uh, these is all going to be spoilers for me, but that's okay. It, it's, it's not much. Spoilers. I'll still, I'll still it's, listen. Anyways. It's really funny.
0: But so it's, so it's space Kings for now. They're playing space Kings for now. Yeah. Um, after uh, they're gonna play different games, which actually I might might join one. I don't know. Ooh. We'll see. Um, well, how's
1: your D&D campaign coming along, FYI?
0: I'll talk to you about that after. Ooh. Um, so they're on the casino planet and they're talking about like going into a casino and clearly none of them have been into a casino and none of them have gambled before because they're talking about like the rules of Blackjack. So they're like playing a game of Blackjack and James, the DM flips a blackjack like an ace jack like a natural blackjack yeah and then you can just hear devin in the background being like well I, like aren't the rules like if you flip like a queen or a, or something like that that is worth more and i was in my office i was in my i was in my office crying oh my god. i'm like clearly you've never
1: devin, devin, have you ever googled what blackjack is oh my god Oh, I've been gambling since I was like six. <laughs> Even just for like so, pennies. No one is
0: really, when they're like, Jesus like, Christ. Devin's character, like, I'm going to go to a coin flip table. Like, <laughs> What oh do you my mean god! A coin flip table. It's like where, where you gamble and they flip oh. a coin and then you pick out their heads or You know stands.
1: where they do that? They do that in the parking lot. Yeah, with uh, the G- D-Gents that only have like loonies left.
0: It's fun. You have to go listen to it because like the guys are just true characters. Like they're, <laughs> they're just so funny.
1: I, just... I am absolutely shook at the idea that, they, uh, that there's like, some kind of qualifier on like the the difference in face cards in fucking blackjack.
0: Could you imagine a casino being like, oh no, sorry, you got the queen of diamonds. Oh uh, no, blackjack. I'm
1: sorry. Sorry, this is actually a 20.9 because it's a queen not a king and ace yeah, so nice try. oh here's my king and ace oh, Got him. actually oh actually okay <laughs> to laugh at that you guys are well, isn't it
0: like if it's a queen
1: or something that it's a better blackjack look i know i know they're playing space games very much <laughs> on the seat of their pants of like they're just kind of making a lot of shit up
0: mm-hmm.
1: but google's your fucking friend guys I mean, I'm sure it's funnier the fact that you guys have no idea what's going on.
0: No, it made it. It, made it. it was just but, so like if someone who's frequented one of many casino, and they're like <laughs> they're walking in. It's like, oh, can I go to a coin flip table? I'm like,
1: oh, I feel what? I feel so much better about struggling to play roulette last year because it was like the first time I played roulette, mm-hmm. and I was struggle busting. I was like, why are people putting all these different like combinations down? I had no idea, <laughs> and I feel I feel relieved now. That have much more complicated game that I was able to at least survive it and like win a couple bucks because blackjack is like the entry level game. Oh yeah. It like it's like blackjack and then everything else mm-hmm. because you literally are just betting on what your, your, your turn cards are. Correct. God. <laughs> funny. <laughs> I have yeah, a hard yeah. time remembering the poker combinations and how to play blackjack.
0: Yeah. Fun hundred percent. Check them out. They're really funny. They don't know how to gamble. <laughs> they don't know how to gamble. So, patch notes, minor news. Blizzard's hiring for an unannounced project.
1: Yeah, so I think it actually has to do. I think we talked about it earlier on our little WhatsApp group that uh, it's prob It sounds like it's some either in, something to do with Black um, Black Ops Four in a mobile version, kind of like the battle royale, mm-hmm. because they're hiring for kind of two, seemingly like two different categories. Uh, mobile, unannounced mobile project and they're hiring for someone that has a a, a deep background with FPS games hmm. so I'm thinking that and, and my first thought was like oh they're just making a Fortnite clone but I mean if they're already gonna do that with Black Ops 4 and with all those games porting over to mobile it kind of makes sense to just create a mobile version of that people seem to think it's overwatch <laughs> that was from last year I, I, I literally googled I think the same thing you did
0: well, it's saying April twenty seven. Blizzard a Blizzard job listing suggests
1: that a PvP shooter is in the works. Interesting. I mean, that was that was Black Black Ops or yeah, maybe. Because I've noticed that on uh Blizzard's hiring site, like they tend not it tends to be a bit of a catch all for all the studios down there. But I mean, I could be wrong.
0: I wonder. If, I wonder if they're making a straight up, like a straight up battle royale.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, we're still like what four months away from. BlitzCon. Yeah. So there's lots of time for them to have like an at least something like a teaser trailer, artwork, rumor rumblings for November. Of something. Anyways.
0: Mm, I'm you know what? That might be what my money's on, is if it's if it might be because of the success of Fortnite. Mm. And I mean it, it's gonna be tough stepping into that domain. They did it with they did it at the right time with Overwatch, with like you know, Team Fortress 2 on the decline. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, but Overwatch's hook was that it broke a lot of the rules of traditional FPS's mm-hmm. because of the pace of the game. Mm-hmm. You can't camp really anywhere because there's tons of characters and get to where you're at. It's no, but I mean, angles. like the it
0: the base premise of the game, okay, yeah. was very MOBA-esque, very TF2-esque, and mm-hmm. they capitalized on the right time for sure because it was sort of like near the tail end of TF2, MOBAs were becoming popular again, and they kind of like, oh, Overwatch. Um, that would be a risky play. If they did a battle royale, it would probably come out sometime, probably next year, two years. Yeah, if, um, it could be dangerous. Fortnite is in like its like huge
1: peak right now. It's in its peak, but uh, I can't. There's only so many times you can play that game unless True. you just like hook, line, sinker on it. Yeah. Like Which I, most people
0: are for whatever reason. I mean, yeah, right?
1: I, but I played like five matches and I was like, man, I can't really do much in this game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a game I don't want to play by myself. It's not, not my forte.
0: No, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy Fortnite, but I get it, right? Like, I can, I, I, can see the fatigue kicking in really quick because, like, getting killed by bullshit every other round. You're like, fuck and my also life, fuck the, this game. I'm gonna having snap a 14 this Fourteen
1: year old on summer break, teabag you and do the like fucking Fortnite dance over your corpse yeah you're like i hate myself i mean but i get it i can see that those moments i can see black ops related
0: i can see maybe a battle royale related Mm -hmm. um but people seem to think it's a pvp fps
1: shooter yeah it doesn't surprise me though like that's the way things are going
0: yeah like maybe because i mean overwatch is role play right maybe it's gonna be like a straight like counter-strike style fps
1: I guess something on the left field to be like a StarCraft.
0: They See, there were rumors about that for a long time.
1: Oh, there was rumors of World of StarCraft back in the day. I remember that, too. remember the screenshots of people that had just, like, custom photoshopped, like, a Zeratul character into, like, a... Yeah, that was wild. Like, it looked super realistic. They did a World of April Fool's experience StarCraft
0: like never before. Yeah, so they did a April Fool's uh, joke for, like world of starcraft yeah they called it starcraft motion overdrive
1: (laughs) i remember that Uh,
0: i'm trying to find it right now blizzard entertainment proudly presents the future of starcraft and it's like a first person shooter that's fun oh no 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 no! so the april fool's joke was like it was a motion tracking version of starcraft Mm -hmm. so you'd like have to build build shit motion crafting but yeah, I remember. I remember there was like rumors flying around about an FPS or an MMO style StarCraft, and people were like losing their ever-loving mind about it.
1: Oh, that was when the Titan, right around the time of the, the the Titan project, was rumored to be underway too. Yeah, and then that's when I was like, "World of StarCraft," because they didn't put out a StarCraft in forever. And people are like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna
0: play Zerg, It's gonna happen." You're like, "Uh, yeah, no, mm. it's it's not. Sorry. Nope." and um, other news, so they released a new comic. Yes, I'm did you just did at you now. see the comic? I
1: didn't until like an hour ago.
0: Little Miss Jaina Proudmoore is on the front
1: of it. Oh boy.
0: Uh, So it looks like they're releasing another comic series. Uh, This comic series is going to be focused around the launch of Battle for Azeroth. Uh, The first one was just launched. Um, It's the story of kind of like Jaina Proudmoore as she is now. Uh, It's called uh, World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth number one Jaina Reunion. Yep. Kind of neat. So for Battle for Azeroth, we're, we're obviously traveling back to Kul Tiras. Um, Kaltir is the home of the Cultirans, which Jaina Proudmore is. Um, check out the comic; it's super cool. I don't want to spoil anything, but it is—it's it, pretty cool. It's very different than like the uh, Heroes of the Storm one that they
1: released. Yeah, I like the art on it though. Just it, visually, it's quite
0: interesting. It is visually a- appealing. The, the Garrosh in like the second frame is like super cool.
1: Yeah, well, um, I just opened up the digital version, and yeah, like the art is ridiculously good yeah I, it, I'm not even like reading I'm just literally like, scrolling through it right now I it really looks. liked it
0: and I really love that they do this type of stuff where it's like if you're into the lore if you are or if you're not if you are you can go in and sort of explore it right yep um, if you're not you're not you don't need to so you kind of get to see what happens at like post <clears throat> this would have been warlords yeah, yeah. this would have been post warlords of sort of what Jane has been doing
1: so yeah because you kind of disappeared
0: yeah, and everyone was just like, "She's the new Lich King," and you're like, "Yeah, I don't know." about that. we already have a Lich King, though. Like, well, we already have a Lich King. It's Bulvar. Actually,
1: yeah, you know, Boulevard is already kind of doing his thing right now. I don't think he'd be really impressed if you yeah. uh, took over his spot. I,
0: I still appreciate him, Wrath of the Lich King, where there's like, he's like, "Place the crown of t- upon my head. Tell no one what has happened this day, and all that you know is that Boulevard Full Dragon is dead." And it's like, then they, there's like a statue that pops up in Dalaran. They can go in and click and play the cinematic. Yep. Yeah. Like, tell no one, except for the cinematic that you can run at any time you want. (laughs) Uh, That was really funny. But yeah, check out the comic. Comic, super cool. And then lastly, uh, Drustvar has been previewed.
1: I I saw some of that a little bit earlier, actually. Battle for Azeroth. The
0: Drustvar Visitor's Guide has popped up. So this is the Alliance starting zone. Zandalar was the one that was previewed last time, which is for the Horde starting zone for Battle Mm -hmm. for Azeroth. This one is the Alliance starting zone for Battle for Azeroth. Now, since it's been completed, a lot of the people that I listen to, including Preach and Bellular and stuff like that, they really like this zone. Um, the The great thing about the, the zones that they kind of stuck with from Legion is that every zone sort of leads to an instance. Mm-hmm so this one if i'm not mistaken there is i literally just
1: right on the bottom there's a waycrest manor waycrest manor so this
0: one sort of leads the storyline of this zone leads into waycrest manor yeah um so this is this is kind of like a haunted pirate theme uh very similar to what's the one i'm thinking of it's kind of like uh what's the worgen starting zone Gilnaeus. Gilnaeus. It's kind of yeah. very similar. Like bit, bit of a
1: Gilnaeus vibe to it.
0: Very gilnaeus y uh, You can check that out on worldofwarcraft.com. The, the non-aligned their-
1: humans are super gothy. Yes. Apparently. Yes, time for I guess it's National Goth Day today.
0: It's National Goth Day today?
1: International Goth Day. I don't know. I saw a bunch of goth posts.
0: You were wearing like your black cargo pants with chains all over them? If you mean like... If you mean shorts. Sweat shorts. Sure. And a plain tee. Then yes, that sure, uh, cool. was. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's. I'm. I'm honestly, I'm excited for Battle for Azeroth. There's been a lot of stuff flying around about the, um, what do you call it? Uh, the global cooldown. So, mm-hmm. this has not been received well. People and kind of lo- people have been kind of losing their mind about the global cooldown. So, what the cool the global cooldown is, is like when you click a spell you know how it's like something like the spells spin yeah they kind of have to reload before you cast another one a lot more spells are doing that now so you can't just like click 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 and click like four spells all at once you kind of have to like click wait click wait click wait now we got into the discussion on the last podcast about video games that um you know reward you
1: for better play basically reward you for solving the rhythm of correct
0: Like, for doing things correctly, right? And not Make, just, like, making flying a with us in your pants.
1: Yeah. This is
0: what they're trying to do. And I get that. Now, they mm-hmm. have been making some adjustments to it, as in, like, their racials are now off the global cooldown. Some other spells are off the global cooldown. I don't... I've played it. it. It's different. But I think it makes for... I wouldn't say better play. I'm not going to come out here and say it makes for better play. But it makes for a different style of play that makes you think about what you're doing. For the players that know how to play a class, you're going to get major benefited. My thing is is for the people who don't know how to play a class. It could be a little difficult, right? So like if you don't know what the rhythm is or know like what buttons you need to press and what spells you need to
1: cast next, it might be a little difficult for you in Battle for Roth. Well, there's already some classes and and at least when I played heavily uh, classes and specs that were already quite complicated like druid mm-hmm. I'd always heard like uh, was always a notorious was a notoriously difficult class to master
0: well I would say that like they, they just always had so many spells
1: yeah because there's always some combination that would pump out an extra 0.1% of DPS and if you didn't do it quite right like it made you bomb on the charts by comparison yeah but that's yeah that, that, that's I could see that but then maybe that's part of the redesign is like slowing you down a little bit and then yeah sure your choice is a bit more impactful and, and meaningful
0: that's kind of the idea is i think they want people to slow down and think about what they're doing rather than just like face rolling like and i mean they've introduced a couple of other things into the game like how they restructured the dungeons and the leveling system and stuff like that like even in the lower dungeons so if say if someone starts from level one they can't come in and just like face roll through everything and not learn their class you need to remember to play the dungeon right and which is which is good but um i think blizzard also needs to realize though that there i don't think there's as many new players as they expect yep right um i think i've said it before but preach did a like uh, a boost character challenge type thing where it's like you know he tried to get ahead of the curve argus Um, from a boosted character and it was difficult right so like you know when you buy the expansion you get a boosted character you boost a character but like no one knows what the fuck to do unless
1: you played the game before even then i'd be hesitant to boost a character unless i knew it like i would boost a paladin that's because i know i've been playing a paladin for years Mm -hmm. if not over a decade Mm -hmm. that's one thing if i didn't want to pay for the transfer of my <laughs> the, the one paladin I've actually ever focused on. Yeah, but you know, if I wanted to boost a, a warrior, I would have no idea where to start.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. I've never right? never gotten
1: a, a warrior past like level eighty five. Yeah, and I
0: think they're trying to change that with a lot of the changes they made earlier on in the game. But I think they might have missed the mark on it because I don't <laughs> think there's as many new characters as they expect, the boost... or new players as they expect. Boost
1: has a lot of value but then in a game like world of warcraft where once you get to like level 110 or whatever the cap happens to be at any particular time you still need to know how to play the character and as much as the grind can be a bit frustrating like it's a good way to learn at least the basics of a character
0: yeah you just get the repeated basics right Of like just pressing the same spells over and over and over again right so you kind of get into a rhythm of it but
1: and taking the time to like learn the combinations and otherwise you're crash coursing someone at level you know currently 110 and it's it's a dumpster fire. Yeah, at least I can see it just being an absolute dumpster fire. I agree.
0: Well, that's all we got for today. Yep. How sure. nice. Pretty easy day. Yeah, it's well, which is good timing because it's starting to get hot as fuck in this room. So as per usual. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be a common theme over the summer. I can only imagine.
1: Yeah, you know what? If we're gonna be sweaty, we might as well like record outside more, more than once. Yeah, just sit on the deck and record.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we're gonna do that. I got outlets on
0: my on my deck. Maybe next Epi you know oh. i don't know we'll see but thanks for tuning in it's been battle.cast <laughs> thanks my name is taylor you can find me on twitter at taylor t-a-y-l-e-r delanoi d-e-l-a-n-n-o-y
1: name's andrew you can find me at c-d-n-c-r-i-c-k-l-e-s on twitter uh we also have
0: it's at tough what is it at no, battle.cast yeah, battle.cast d-o-t we changed belt d-o-t battle.dot cast yep um and you can email us at toughishpodcast at gmail.com
1: yeah thanks for red Eraser for making a lime margarita goza, goza. to go goza. with the hefeweizen <laughs> chris chris you fuck you fucker if you're, gonna, um, if you're gonna give me shit you might as well bring me some of that quebec beer asshole we might be playing D with him i'm gonna talk to him about it i'm still gonna talk shit to him until he gives me some beer
0: maybe maybe, maybe he'll listen to this and be like what do you mean i'm playing D?"
1: But he doesn't know he may not know that yet
0: <laughs> but we're gonna play DD.
1: spoiler alert! spoiler alert chris chris you're playing a drunken master monk yep from quebec called it
0: from a region called quebec
1: called the pierre
0: anyways thanks for tuning in uh we'll hopefully barring barring stuff we'll
1: be back next week 90 10 odds of being 90 back next 10 week. all right thanks for tuning in guys yeah thanks